0: It's hard to talk over this song, it's perfect. Anybody who's ever spent any time where there's real winter, you know, Minnesota, wherever it may have been, real winter, like that's not about Christmas, that song right there, even though it's part of the Charlie Brown Christmas special, it's about winter and there is, in my humble estimation, a genuine jubilation of the seasons changing. Like, do I want it to be sub-zero and freezing constantly? Absolutely not. No, sir. But do I regret (laughs) it when it comes along? No. I I welcome it. I love it. I'm so glad that even though it's still technically late fall, that winter has arrived here in Minnesota. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Brian. Uh, Sean, what episode is this? 282. 282 episodes of the Brian Oak show normally in the Smart Start studios but today we're doing a Zoomer because well these things become crucial every now and then and we live in a fantastic futuristic age of conveyor belts and bubble cars and also (laughs) zoom contact where we are allowed to be able to talk to people remotely when necessary as we will with today's guest uh she's been on the show before and she'll be a guest of ours in a very different way in the not too distant future sarah morris but first welcome to the brian oak show i am brian oak that is sean bernard sean how does today find you
1: it finds me well i my cold turned into a sinus infection so i'm now medicated which is good but i am feeling way better but i still have a i have a science infection
0: i was gonna say like so i mean like proper infection so like your mucus instead of being clear is like a rich green is that correct
1: i like it when they ask you that question at the doctor's office can you describe the
0: mucus (laughs) and then you
1: just really you really go into it and heavy they're like whoa 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 we got it we got it
0: you know how i always say the universe (laughs) seeks a balance yes i really do believe that because we live in an almost impossibly wonderful bizarre juncture in space-time but also there's still green mucus right so i mean like not everything is equal not everything is even You know, and as Thanksgiving comes bearing down on us just a couple of short days away, it's worth remembering that even amidst The occasional tsunami of green mucus that we still live in an amazing place with wonderful things that transpire from time to time. I suppose that's a good time to thank our sponsors before we get to our guests today. Thank you to Smart Start MN. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that if you have a DUI or someone you know has a DUI, they will help you get back into your vehicle sooner than you otherwise might expect You know, you're going to lose your license if you do this, but there are people who locally have worked with the legislature to actually make this a a situation, make it an actual thing that works, and you can get in touch with them and find out how to better get back in your vehicle sooner and for less money than you otherwise might expect. Am I right, Sean?
1: Yes, they'd prefer that you don't even get the DUI. So do things like take an Uber to the office holiday party because when you're wearing the lampshade at the end of the night, you probably not going to be in great shape to drive. Sean, um, have
0: you have you ever been that guy at the holiday party?
1: You know, I, if I'm honest, maybe once or twice. Same. But but have you ever had the office meeting with the other managers because of what some people did at the office party? Cuz the answer to that is many times.
0: Yeah, no, I had I, to I've...
1: sit in meetings with people going, "Okay,
0: What are we going to do about this?
1: Everybody got two drink tickets (laughs) and then (laughs) somebody ruined it for everybody.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, so Sean's point though, remains salient. Do not do it. It, 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 Go ahead and get blasto. Go ahead and wear the lampshade at your holiday party. Just don't get back in your car, take an Uber home. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to follow that advice this holiday season. So should you find yourself on the wrong end of the situation, Get in touch with our friends at Smart Start MN. Also, we want to thank Joe and his entire staff at Moxie Wealth Management. I was just on Joe's podcast last week. Now, they they take a different approach. They only do it once a month. They put an amount of editing editing into it that would, I don't know, Make Casey Kasem blush. Like, so I'm not even (laughs) sure if it's available yet, but I will be available on that podcast in the not too distant future. In the meantime, if you are someone who maybe you're not sitting on Elon Musk type of wealth, that's fine. But you are thinking about what the next phase looks like, what the next chapter looks like. Who am I going to be? What am I going to do? How do I take care of this and grow this so that I have enough money to get me through, you know, all of those years? moxie wealth managers where you go they've got insurance people they have 401k people they have tax stock market people. people tax people all of it so you've got a whole team that not only is going to be covering what you do but they will stay in touch with you and you should get a hold of joe as soon as possible
1: absolutely right moxiewealthmanagement.com
0: Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated, Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Securian Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Northstar Resource Group is independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with Northstar Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414. So the holidays are upon us, and you know that I am an unapologetic fan of the music that flavors this particular time of year, Sean. Uh, I always have been, you know, from old school country classics to some of the newer stuff, Wham's Last Christmas and Paul McCartney's Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Those should both be sh- thrown in the ocean. That we, yeah. we don't ever have to hear those again. Also, Mariah Carey, who recently, by the way, applied for the copyright to the, as the queen of Christmas. Yeah. And she was rightly turned down, settle down. You have one vague Christmas hit that is wildly overplayed during this time of the year. What I like is when artists who are maybe not necessarily associated with the holidays decide to associate themselves with the holidays up to, and including our next guest, Sarah Morris. And if I'm not mistaken, we're going to hear one of her songs right now.
1: Yes, we are. Uh, We just need to decide which one we want to play. Here's Happier Holidays by Sarah Morris.
2: I don't turn on the radio. I take a walk on a downtown street. I can't stand the sight of those sparkling lights. Circling the evergreens. People are counting down. Till Santa comes around Despite what they're singing I know he's not bringing What my poor heart needs Tis the season But fear As the first snow falls Jingle bells ringing our call. This time last year you whisper To be and it was
0: Warm and charming with a hint of melancholy, not entirely unlike the song's creator and performer, one Sarah Morris, who joins us now on The Brian Oak Show. I can't wait to talk about your EP, what the holidays mean to you, when you're going to be celebrating the release of that new thing. But first, I just want to say hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm
3: good. How are you doing, Brian?
0: I'm all right. Um, do you like this time of year?
3: I do like this time of year. Yeah. Uh, I always have. And even though it gets, it can get kind of st- extra stressful oh, yeah. or stressy. I'm learning German and I think the German word for stressful is the best. It sounds more stressful. What is it again? It's stressy. Like it's stress. Stressful. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's good.
1: That is um, very good.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, I love the opportunities for extra connection and soft. There's, there's opportunities for soft, I feel like. And how old are your
1: kids, Sarah? How old are your kids?
3: 10 and 13.
1: So those are kind of fun ages for Christmas time. Well, yes and no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would
3: give it to Brian. I, would, <laughs> I feel no. like what Brian just said, I would say yes and no. I mean, they're they are fun ages, period
2: yeah
3: really quite fun um i find fun
0: fun being a very dynamic term that takes (laughs) on a wide range of meanings correct
3: yes yes but i feel like they're a a sweet spot of of being uh able to you know kind of connect with and they're not i mean certainly there's still lots of did you wash your hands did you brush your teeth lots of that stuff but there's also some independence forming which is sweet
1: right Mm -hmm. Um,
0: yeah. A little breathing room. Well, and it's also, I think Sean's right in that it's still a fun age, in that Christmas morning, there's still a level of enthusiasm when you wake up and you run down the stairs. You're like, get up, get up, get up, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, like, like to me, I love this time of year. I love midwinter celebrations. I like the the dark and the cold. I don't want it forever, but I, I'm glad that we experience it. But that joy of Christmas morning and that's made for kids, right?
3: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, you have made something that I think both kids and adults alike can enjoy. And that is a brand new EP. Now here's my thing. I, I always feel like it's lazy and a bit of a cash in, not that I'm mad at it. Cause there are many great artists who have done it over the years. When someone releases a whole album of holiday classics, to me, to find a new take, a new interpretation, a warmer, more personal interpretation of what the holidays are like, whether it be good or bad, because let's be honest, there was there were some dark undertones to that last song we just heard. Yeah. Um, but but to come up with, I guess maybe new holiday standards, right? The new standards, as it were. Um, these I, that's when I find myself most most interested and most engaged. At what point did you decide, because obviously you didn't just write this once the snow fell, at what point did you decide, I'm gonna write myself some Christmas tunes?
3: Yeah, I don't know. So I've always really loved Christmas music. Just Mm -hmm. my dad instilled that in me. It's a very high value over here. We play it for November and December, two big, big months of it. And I don't think I ever set out to write a holiday song. The first one I wrote, Um, was in 2016, or, oh gosh, it must have been earlier than that, actually, but I released it in 2016. I really wrote it on a street corner, like, headed to work one Mm -hmm. day, and so had I said, I'm going to write a Christmas song, I probably would have chickened out. I would have gotten too, too freaked out by the, by the pressure, because I do have so many that I love, and then it's kind of naturally happened that once a year, I seem to find one, or one finds me. I don't, I don't push at it. That one, The Happier Holidays, started with um, an idea that I had for a song that wasn't holiday. It was just like, mm. I can't help but feel just like the weather, a little colder than I like and gray. I feel that way in September,
0: January,
3: <laughs> That's not holiday at all. That's just like, yeah, you know, yeah. how many these are I'm like, oh, look at you, feeling on the outside exactly how I feel on the inside. Uh, and I liked it. And that one became a Christmas song. And then some of the other ones, they, I mean, they really have just, they come on my runs when I'm like going out in the morning. Um, there is a, a new one on this EP that I think of more as like a midwinter or a solstice song because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mention bows or glitter or anything like that. Um, but it's really about kind of, you said something like this, Brian, but like the cold and the dark, Liking it for what it is, for what it is, for now, right? It's like you don't want to live there forever, but there is something invitational in it to say this is also true. And in this time, where do we find the moments of light? Can we be a moment of light for someone else? You know. So that was really in my heart last year. And
1: which song is that, Sarah?
3: That's it's called Light, and it's
1: I think we should I think we should play that one, don't you, Brian?
0: Uh, fine i you know whatever i'm wide open because i couldn't agree with what sarah said just uh, just now more um there's a reason that virtually every human culture going back four five ten thousand years however far you want to go back there's not a, a culture that doesn't have some form of midwinter midwinter grace or solstice because we have to if we do not celebrate the lights at our darkest times, well, I mean, what's the point? And, and, and if it, it, it wouldn't be a thing, Christmas still wouldn't be a thing if it didn't come from that mm. almost impossibly poignant port, point of mm. origin. Uh, it's pretty incredible actually. Um, so let me ask you this, Sarah, before we get into this next song, is that, is that the one we're going to go into in next show? Yes. Yep. All right. So Sarah, let me ask you this, Ooh. that last song, obviously this is not an easy time of year for everyone right and you know it can bring back weird emotions there can be particular feelings whether they go back to your youth whether they go back to before you were born whether they go back to just last year you said you like this time of year but do you find like as you said there's also this right like the darkness and the and the and the quiet and the cold are coming. You don't really get to choose that. So you get to choose how you respond to it. But also this time of year can have a pretty deep impact on a lot of people. Do you find yourself ever succumbing to any of that darkness?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think last year, I don't know what's succumbing, but I feel like post COVID, the, the story that I, or like the capsulation of it is like, I certainly had some Christmases where I had relationships that recently ended and like Christmas felt incredibly lonely and lonelier still because of the juxtaposition of also I was surrounded by people I love right like often mm. it's a it's a sharper just that disconnect of like oh look at I'm surrounded by everybody except for not everybody right that's really 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 uh can be really profound and right. then leading forward you know my still overall Christmas vibe is like yes right I love it. And then in COVID times, you know, like we had that disconnect of, yep, things are awful and things are good. And, you know, that, that Brutiful is like Glennon Doyle calls it, like mm. it was really pronounced. And so the shiny light Christmas, the shiny bright Christmas that like music that I'd always loved, like really didn't feel right. And even mm. The Christmas show, so I'm going to do my 16th Christmas show coming up. And when I started getting ready for my uh, Christmas show that had this like, well, I do this song and I do this song this way. I was like, oh, it doesn't, it's all like awkwardly fitting. Does that make sense? Like, you know, old dresses that, I mean, theoretically might zip the same, but they don't hang right. I know you both know exactly what I'm talking
1: about. I I can't tell you (laughs) how much I relate to that.
3: But that's i mean there's really been for me a change around you know in the last few years and i don't know what this year's gonna feel like but but definitely it caught up with me last year and i was like oh i need to pay attention to the fact that this all feels different
1: all i can tell you is fabric that cinches has really been my solution
0: sarah see <laughs> uh, so for me it's uh stretchy fabrics uh zanzibelt Sweatpants, uh, jumpsuits that were made in Denmark in the 1970s that still have a little give to them. That's really what my new year looks like. You have a brand new EP on the way called Merry Little Light. It'll be out by the end of the week. And then you've got a new show coming up, which we're going to talk about very next. But first, Sean, that song that you plucked from the ether, I feel like we should hear some more Sarah Morris.
2: Here it is, we have arrived.
0: I just say Sarah that if anything your voice continues to become more evocative and beautiful do you feel like music continues to evolve in you and what you do
3: yeah I I hope so. I mean one I hope so
0: <laughs>
3: and yes I'm in a place right now so I just finished this project and then I'm working on another one and I got to listen to some of the mixes yesterday and I was like oh this is different. This is new. This is so exciting. Like to me, <laughs> anyways. you know, maybe not for anyone else, but but yes, I, I hope that it does. So.
0: All right. Well, before we talk about a new project, which I had no idea about, let's talk about the project we're celebrating right now. Yeah. You have a new holiday themed EP, which is coming out at the end of the week. Tell me its name, where people are going to find it and what they can do to celebrate this with you during this most festive of seasons.
3: It's called Merry Little Light. It is five songs, four classics, one original that you just heard. Mm. Um, and the, it's going to be everywhere on Friday the 25th. It's going to be streamable at all the places you stream. It's going to be on Bandcamp. It's also on my website, com. You could pre-order it immediately, actually. It's ready, and then I can send it to you on, on Friday morning. Um, because there So will be-
0: pe- people can order physical copies if they're still in that world right and the physical
3: copies have two bonus tracks one being happier holidays which you heard because i've released these other like holiday songs over the years but they've never had a physical home right i never thought i would make like i had dreamed about making a holiday album but i wanted to make sure kind of like you were saying earlier like that i had something to say rather than just I could karaoke some Christmas songs. Now that right. that's not valuable, sometimes that's beautiful too, but also Christmas albums can be very expensive because you're paying for all the rights, right? So right, they're right. different They give me a different financial commitment <laughs> also. Um, but this one came out about, I did an EP, I think we talked about it uh, in pandemic called Between Here and There. And the concept of that was that, I would reach out to a duet partner who would create the track at their house. And then I would sing to it. And it started with my drummer, Lars, Eric Larson and myself. Mm -hmm. And we had such a good time that way. And I was, I had written the song light that you heard on piano and I don't, I'm not a good piano player. And so when that happens, I sent him a message and I was like, Hey, any chance that you'd be interested in making a track again? like you did before, because I wrote this piano song like a dummy when I'm actually not a piano player. And then as we, then I was like, actually wait, like, could we do more? Could we make a little Christmas album? Would you be into that? Because I respect his talent so much and what he has to say through his music. And um, so, and he said yes, which was great. And so we started with Auld Lang Syne actually, because we thought that that's just a song we both love that there Mm -hmm. aren't enough. versions of it that we could get behind so we tried to make one and he recorded all the instruments at his house except for um there was french horn on that track you just heard yeah
1: and, and he, was, he was the, he was the one who played the french horn
3: didn't play the french horn but okay. he hooked me up with the french floor play. i didn't that's Ooh. how i was missing a thing and i didn't know the thing so part. good and then i was talking to someone and they mentioned their past as a French horn player, and mm. they probably said other things, but once they said French horn, like,
1: That's <laughs> yeah, it. it's <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And
3: so I texted Lars, and Lars was like, "Well, I'll reach out to Jake Baldwin." And Jake Baldwin was like, "Actually, I just play the trumpet, but maybe." And he, within 24 hours, I had a gig, and I was like, I escaped my gig to go listen to this like beautiful arrangement that mm. Jake had made. So yeah,
1: just perfect with the French horn.
0: Working with professionals, there's nothing like it, is there? I mean, like, I don't care what you do for a living. You can be an accountant. You can be a boomerang instructor. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Working with people who know what the hell they're doing, and even if they don't, are willing to sort of stretch into a new space, it changes everything. It changes everything. Before we talk about the gig that celebrates your new release, um, let's talk to my friend Sean here real quickly. Sean and I have known each other for more years than either of us would care to recount. But for the last, my God, did we pass our three-year anniversary? We did.
1: We did. Son of a
0: B word. Unbelievable. Three years of the Brian Oak Show podcast. All Sean's idea, by the way, so if you fucking hate it, a, I don't know why you're listening, but B, you can go ahead, and with Sean, <laughs> yeah. for sure. But Sean, in addition to being my, <coughs> fun, I'm fine.
1: You're good. You want a <laughs> you know, just a quick, fine. quick cigarette? Just a couple of drags.
0: Yeah, I am gonna have one. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> Sean, in addition to being my friend, my colleague. <laughs> and the co-owner of the Brian Oak show podcast is also one of our sponsors he is a realtor for Edina Realty the 50th and France location Sean Howard Tricks
1: Tricks are good a lot of planning right now even if it's way 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 out i have friends uh, you and i are of a certain age Brian Oak and uh, a, a lot of folks Whoa. a lot of folks are becoming empty nesters it's kind of yeah. unbelievable how many people i know are becoming empty nesters and so they're having that conversation, even if it's a year from now, two years from now. Um, and I'm getting these calls and emails from people saying, hey, we're not going to do this tomorrow. You're not going to list our house tomorrow, but we should probably start thinking about what we're going to do
0: well, for the I mean, day that
1: we our, move on.
0: Our kids are going to move out and I don't want to mow the fucking lawn
1: anymore. Exactly. So what right. do I do next? Yep, right? exactly right. So lot of conversations about downsizing right now even if it's way out in the future let's sit down and talk about what you need to do with your house to get it in shape to sell. I usually make uh, uh, recommendations on the stuff that I think makes sense and the stuff that you can leave or maybe it just needs a fresh coat of paint or that sort of thing So I'd much rather do that stuff on the front side than have you, make the mistake of doing stuff that probably won't add value to your home. So give me a call, 612-859-2594. That number is also textable, and I'm gonna continue forever and ever doing the donation to a local musician or band because people like Sarah Morris, who is so passionate, so soulful, and does so much to bring music to the Twin Cities, i'm just so grateful it i just got back from ireland and sarah i don't know if you've ever been there but my god would they love you yeah they would absolutely love you in ireland um ireland what's that
3: i'll go to ireland
1: yeah you should absolutely absolutely. the small towns and small villages they would love your music and love you because of the bright light that you are so um and i wanted to say this too i know this is the end of my ad here but um I've also loved Sarah's Toilet Tunes that she does, and she brings in other artists and she puts together these arrangements. And sometimes they're fun and funny, sometimes they're soulful, but they are always entertaining. So check out Toilet Tunes when you can on YouTube. Um, And we are working on our next Brian Oak Show event, which is going to be kind of a spinoff on Toilet Tunes we're going to do like a holiday themed toilet tunes. We're pretty sure the date's going to be December 11th, which is a Sunday. We're trying to nail down a venue right now, but the idea would be for Sarah to bring her music and then maybe even to bring in a couple of other artists and do some really fun holiday songs that people can sing along to. And then also some of her uh, original work as well. So we're trying to get that all together, but Sarah has been such an important part of this show and what we do and, um we'd love to make her part of our holiday celebration with the brian oak show
0: well and it's important to mention too every single patreon member who is still active you are going to be invited every former guest friends and family the people who have made this thing somehow inexplicably last more than three years Still can't qu- quite get my head around it, but here we are. Uh, yeah, so we'll do that, and we, we'll we figure it out. It's going to happen.
1: Yeah. It's going to. We'll find a way.
0: All right, Sarah, speaking of upcoming events, you with your new EP are going to be celebrating. You said your 16th annual holiday show, Christmas show, whatever you like to call it. When, where, how, why, where do people find out more, and, and give us the basics.
3: Yeah, Astor Cafe, December 9th at 9 pm tickets are 15 right now or recently you couldn't make reservations but i think that i'm sure spots will open and you can also just show up they always have a few like that they reserve so i if you're interested in any ways of being like being there please come it'll be songs for the new ep plus some songs that i've sung throughout the year including the mariah carey song you mentioned i do sing that every time
0: Here's the deal. I, you, you singing it? That sounds interesting because I've never heard you sing it. I've heard the Mariah Carey version. 150 billion times. I'd rather yeah. hear Andy Williams sing It's the Holiday Season than that Mariah Carey song. It's the
1: Holiday about. Season. <laughs> so whoop
0: dee doo and dickery. And don't word. forget to hang up your sock. just exactly at 12 o'clock. He'll be coming down the chimney. chimney down. Down. <laughs> you know what? Sarah is on the verge of asking me to do a brief appearance on yes. the show. And I've, I've got to tell you turn know what, what I down, was Sarah. thinking. Was
3: like, maybe Brian's going to be on Toilet Tunes.
1: Yes. Oh, that's, that's what just happened. Make it happen. I felt happen. that. Here, what happened here, for here, here's
0: here's the problem: is I was good for about twenty seconds. Um, toilet tunes. There is a charm and an intimacy, yeah. and something unlike anything else you see anywhere on the internet to toilet tunes. And people may think if they've never seen it, like, well, that sounds silly. You're just singing in your bathroom. A, it's you, but then B, all of a sudden the shower curtain goes back or someone walks in out of nowhere. Maybe they were using the toilet. I don't know. uh, And I don't ask questions. I let people (laughs) live their life as they choose to live their life. Hmm. But all of a sudden you've got these almost impossible and wonderful and charming and heartfelt guests. I think here is what Sean was getting at when he said that you would go over like a wildfire in Ireland. We live in an era where people's bullshit meters are so finely tuned, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're just, they they want real. And you, Sarah, are very real. Yep.
1: Thank
3: you. I think you're real. I think we're all real. We're real. I like the real. Am um, I? Are you? Check it. Sean, you didn't know. mention that when you went to Ireland that I got to see you in security.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like the Hello? one person... The one person that I run into in security is my friend, Sarah Morris. My wife and I are online. I'm like, oh, my gosh.
3: I love that. I was like, I know those people. My dad like, how do you know those people? And I was like, well, let me tell you.
1: Let me tell you. Sarah, where were you
0: going?
3: I was taking my daughter, Millie, to the Golden Isles of Georgia, which is a place I had never heard of. So the deal is, before COVID, I had signed up for a credit card where you got companion fares because I thought I'd be doing all this travel for music with my musical friends and it would pay off.
2: (laughs) But instead, (laughs) the
3: companion is just accrued and they were going to expire. And then I was like, you know what? I'm taking each kid on a solo vacation. That's
1: awesome. Amazing.
3: And I let them pick where they wanted to go. And Millie Google searched best mother daughter vacations. So she found a list of five places. And I can't remember what the first one was. But this was the second one and I'd never heard of it. And so I, I was like, well, let's do that. And then as I looked into it, it was it was awesome. It's a great place and fairly affordable for how magical it was and cool. kind of sleepy, tons of ocean. It was good. Live oaks, so many live oaks with moss. Cool. Oh. Mm-hmm
0: i love live oaks by the way i am one um i will also be i'm taking i'm taking my first ever solo vacation sarah just over a week from now yeah i'm going out to the oregon coast where it's going to be cold and rainy and terrible by most people's standards for an entire week and i'm going to be by myself and i'm going to think and i'm going to read i'm going to listen to music and i'm just going to kind of do nothing for a whole week I'm ecstatic. So, how, how that's amazing. You took each of your kids on a trip. That's wonderful. You've got the new EP, you've got the show coming up. Uh, tell me the date again
3: December 9th. And then I'm also it's doing Friday. One of, if anyone's in Duluth, I'm going to be at the amazing Grace Cafe on December 10th with Brienne Marie. Um, so, if you're like a Bentleyville person, I've never Bentleyville. Are either of you Bentleyville people?
0: I don't know what that means.
3: It's like a Christmas village up there. It's- oh, oh, I do know what that means. So it's talking to
0: the mayor up there a few years ago, they, they tried to describe to me Bentleyville, and I was like, I don't get it, but it's it's sort of Christmas village, light display. It's basically all of the park, right?
3: Right, right. And so people love that, and so we're going to make some music uh, at this little cafe in the middle, like at the end of your time or whatever. You can see the lights and then come let us sing to you both.
0: That sounds lovely. Now, before we hear one last song, yeah. um, I would like to ask you because you, I wasn't, I, you know, I, I, I'm i not TMZ, right? I'm not trying to dig into what you are and who you are and how you are, but you did int- intimate that despite all of this holiday fervor that we're experiencing, you are already underway on your next project. Is there anything that you can just give us a little, a little crumb off the plate about what it is you're up to?
3: I'm, yeah, I'll give you big, big fat crumbs. I'm working on an album called Here's to You and uh, kind of going through a different process that I've gone in the past. I'm working with a producer, Dave mailing Do you all know him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My
1: Mayling. son took guitar lessons from Dave, I think, at <laughs> Twin Town.
3: Yep. Dave's a pretty amazing artist, and his own music just always inspires me with how much, like, play and... Uh, Wonder kind of I hear in it. And so I asked him if he would produce an album. And so back in May, we did a studio week. But then since then, we've been most weeks, I'll spend like an hour or two hours a day working on some magic parts and it'll come out at some point next year. and I don't know when yet, but it's almost done. I just haven't decided what I want the release to look like. And I usually have a vision, so I'm waiting for the vision.
0: Do you think there's any danger between now and then that anywhere between two and fourteen songs will occur to you that you would also like to include on the album?
3: Well, not on this album, no. But (laughs) I'm no this, you know, like songs. You know who plays together, and I knew this album; they're all together. Yeah, I do have another batch of songs that I would like to record. All right. Yeah. I would make albums all the time. But
0: but, but see that makes me happy like you you're a professional and you're good and you're enjoyable. So the fact that your creativity is flowing as actively as it is that warms my heart. Also Big Fat Crumbs is the name of my new acoustic side project. Um which I I will have to give you some kind of credit for, but not any money whatsoever. Sarah Morris is our guest, and she has a brand new holiday EP, which drops on Friday, called Merry Little Light. There are commas in there, which is why we've got the pauses in there. Not ellipsis, but commas. She worked with her longtime collaborator, Lars Eric Larson, as well as several other people. And you have a Special release show coming up on the 9th of December. Um, Sarah, I hope you have a fantastic holiday.
3: Well, I hope you do too, and a fantastic solo adventure.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm telling you, I'm this close to not coming back. I just wish I had a little more money. That's why I'm coming back. Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's gonna be just fine. Uh, it's great to talk to you. Good luck with the new release. Bandcamp is the number one place people should go if they want, yes. right? Like, I mean, like you get or to my make website. money. Yeah, or your website?
3: Too. Yeah. I think that my website is better on most days. But oh, okay. Bandcamp is better on Bandcamp Friday. Right.
1: SarahMorrisMusic.com. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
3: I just
0: you know, call me weird, but like Sean, although I don't have an active way to do it, I like it better when local artists do better. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a Paul Wellstone kind of thing. Anyway, Sarah, mm-hmm. um, happy new year to you. Enjoy the holidays. And we're going to hear one more song. What song are we going to hear, Sean?
1: Uh it's up to Sarah. I've got everything pulled up here so off the new album so you get to pick, Sarah. Well, do you Pick us on home. Come on.
3: Do you let's do Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas cuz we were going to do that earlier. Yep. To me that's a closer of every show. Like to me that's that's the wish, right? It has one of my favorite lyrics of all time. Let your heart be light.